When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. We're back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassard coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week, wherever you get your podcasts. And on this weekend's episode that you can catch right now, Melinda and I talk about some great things, including monarch legacy of the monsters that's on apple tv plus we talk about the mess known as marvel right now and tj johnson stops by to go ahead and talk about spider-man 2 and more so go ahead and check it out today wherever you get your podcast inside sports fantasy football go ahead and check out what the guys right here said you need to go ahead and check out for for nfl week 11 plus a redemption story for fantasy football owners that you need to go ahead and be interested in. So go ahead and check out our thoughts on Dak Prescott and NFL Week 11 on Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Also as well, go ahead and check out Joe Soro. You know they're happy, kind of. It's a okay win today, so they shouldn't be too dissatisfied at what went on today at LakersBall.com because he's Oxide D47 and checks that out there. So go ahead and check him out there, plus also – if you're in the need of a new lawn and you want to go ahead and make sure you've got one covered and you live in the Southern California area, go ahead and support Joe today at Simblades. Simblades with a Y.com. Daniel says LeBron will play 250. Ah, that may not be too far off. You never know. You never know indeed. Also, as well, our good friends, the Lakerholics, who will be here tomorrow. And as of yet, they've not given me a time tomorrow that they're going to be available. Uh, so go ahead and check them out right there for you at Lakerholics.com. Laker Tom, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, at Laker Tom on Twitter, and Jamie Sweet, a.k.a. Mr. Five Things, at Lakerholics.com. Our good friends, you want to go ahead and check out Empire Jeff TV. Also as well, Lakers in Five. Of course, Daniel Berry Sports Highlights. I got him right here. Go ahead and support their channels, along with the John McCainlian channel. Speaking of supporting channels, you know we're doing a great job each and every day. You need to help us by supporting us, starting with a like, starting with the follow, starting with the things that you need to do, including subscribing. That's right. Hit that Joe, the little Joe, right on the right-hand corner of your screen on YouTube, and you'll be tuned in 
to the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers Fast Break podcast. Yeah, the Clippers are losing again. Uh, you know what? I I thought they would win, you know, because like even the Clips have got to win once out of every seven times, maybe. So we'll see. We'll see how that ends up. But you know, if they lose, all the better. All the better indeed. But the Lakers head into tonight's game. They were 6-6 six and six heading into tonight, the third game in the NBA Cup. Uh, yes, Magic Man. Yeah, that's a great point by Daniel, but Gordie Howe played until he was 52 in the NHL, Gerald. Yes, uh, the ageless wonder. Absolutely, absolutely indeed, yeah. I don't I think LeBron's going to be playing at 52 in the NBA, Gerald. I don't know. I'm not sure I would put it past him just yet. Not yet. There's a slight chance. Depends. If he wants to play with his grandkids. You know he wants to play with his sons, so you never know. But when it comes to what we're seeing tonight in the NBA, when it came to the Lakers heading into Portland tonight, Portland obviously struggling so far this season. Lakers coming in, they're also not doing great, 6-6, six and six, but they needed to get back on the right ship. And what did you know? In the middle of everything is the third game of the NBA Cup for the team. And the Lakers, with the win tonight, did vault themselves into first place in their pool as Phoenix, it looks like they're going to knock off Utah. So that puts the Lakers all alone. Because you know why? Tonight, we saw another vintage performance from LeBron James. 35 points, 9 assists, plus 18, 13 to 22. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, not a great scoring night, not a great shooting night. 16 points, but 14 rebounds, 5 block shots, 6 turnovers, though. That was not really that pleasant to watch on that part of it. 10 points and 10 rebounds from Christian Wood. And pretty much everybody else just held firm. Even Torian Prince, uh, not shot well from the outside yet, but still 10 points and a plus 10. And the Lakers, first quarter woes they solved with a 32-23 lead after the first quarter. Held firm at halftime. Third quarter, though, they came out really sluggish and Portland outscored them 25 to 22 and closed the lead down to one where the Lakers had control most of the game, but the Lakers extended the lead out in the fourth quarter, had a nice stretch and you know what? They got the win. Wasn't the prettiest thing in the world, but you know what? We'll take it. 107 to 95 with a good performance. And here today to discuss the game today and the bronze vintage performance, all right, you got to go ahead and check them out today. It's Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. It is Joe Sorrow. And Joe, you know what? We keep our, just laughing and, and joking over LeBron playing in the 50s, but the way he played tonight, you never know, my friend. You just never know. He's not playing until he's 50, but uh, it's obvious that he's going to be playing when he's 40. What can you say about LeBron? I, I'd say that's uh, his performance tonight was probably the the best part of the of the evening in terms of being able to discuss positiveness. I know that they were wire to wire in a win, but uh, there are some major major holes that are still not being filled here. But uh, LeBron James is just uh, I wasn't a big LeBron guy. I, I, he was always great, whether I I, I didn't prefer his game versus others. But when you start to watch him uh, on a day-to-day basis, you you have to 
you have to appreciate the, I don't even know if greatness is the right word anymore. He was already great. This is becoming astronomically iconic at this point. He's just, uh, I, I don't know what to say. I really don't. The 21st season, which is technically not true. He's actually playing in probably closer to a 23 to 24 season if you factor in his postseason play. And this guy still wants to play in the Olympics next year. Uh, it's enjoy this, Laker fans. Uh, I'm going to let Sean and, and Gerald talk about the other things. I'm going to give the flowers and the candy to LeBron James tonight. He was absolutely phenomenal, and he's been phenomenal this season. He's the kind of the sole from beginning to end, obviously, Cam Reddish has come in and, and done very, very well the last week or so. But LeBron James has been focused and playing very well since the beginning and looks like a guy that's about it. And it's never gone away. And it's always there. And he's working. And he's we're, we, we, we say that we're in the results business. LeBron James' nickname is results. The guy brings the results. And it's still a team game at the end of the day. If he's not winning championships in this next run, year or and a half that's left, one thing you can appreciate about LeBron James's Laker career is that he brought it. He brought it every day he could. He did bring a championship, and it's a successful one at this point from my perspective. And everything else from here on out is is, is gravy. But it's yeah, it's. You have to. I, I, I remember when Jordan hit that shot in 1998. I was very anti-Jordan at the time. Not the player, but just the Bulls and eclipsing what Magic and the Lakers had done. I did not want Jordan to win a sixth title and, and surpass my Magic. But once he did, and especially in the fashion that he did, it was clear that this was the best player that ever played at that point. And LeBron right now is... He's putting a mark on his legacy that I, I don't know if you can kind of I don't know if you can compare it. I, I don't know if you can compare it to anybody else's career anymore. Even Kareem's longevity wasn't producing at this level. He was not scoring 25, 30 points at age uh, in his 20th season. Obviously, he didn't play 21. He played 20. But it's it's he's he's putting something here that's never been done and likely will never get done um so with that the other positiveness is it's always good to win in portland portland is the bane of the lakers existence it seems in the regular season if we i think we're playing portland three times this year is that correct guys yes i think yes. so correct. that means we have want, we have gone undefeated in portland for the first time i can remember <laughs> I think they might have won two in Portland when when we had one of our bad, uh, one of our worst seasons, which is hilarious. But we're not going to have to worry about Portland the rest of the year, and we got the win. So good job, Lakers. <laughs> Once again, it is the Lakers winning one hundred seven to ninety five. It is Joe Sorrow and myself, Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching this. And also here today, good man indeed. He not only headed up and. Stuck through all my computer issues earlier today on the pregame. Uh, also, as well, he did host our playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break coverage. It is the Magic Man, Sean Grice. Sean, uh, great to have you here. Uh, great to have you part of what we're doing each and every day here at the Lakers Fast Break. I want to ask your thoughts on tonight. It wasn't pretty. 
is what I was looking at and seeing all, you know, the entire time I was watching a playback and for when I first quarter interacted with you, that's probably the best quarter that the Lakers have of any of the quarters that you could say and yet you can take, which is good, you know, because getting off to a great start has been something the Lakers have severely not done this season, but they, the fact that they didn't sustain it against a team that's still depleted like they were earlier this week, depleted with injuries and still just does not have the talent the Lakers does, kind of gives you pause for concern. I want to throw some flowers their way too, obviously playing well. But, you know, because we always, uh, when we say, you know what, they won, but we always get a lot of flack when we say, but they won, but, but you know what, they did win by 12 and that's all that matters. That's all that matters, man. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um. Couple, couple points, Gerald. Wins a win. Just wanted to get out of this godforsaken city with a win. The thing they're good for is beer. <laughs> you have said so many good things about the city in the past twenty-four hours. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I've, uh, I've. Uh, Dear compadre who I used to work with who had the worst time in Portland, Oregon, Gerald. It was the worst weekend of her life. And she never lets me forget it or anybody else. But I'm sure she's not alone. I don't think every anybody's gone to Portland and been happy leaving Gerald. Not coming into Portland. Leaving Portland. Anyway, um, win's a win. You know, uh, we could complain what missed almost 10 free throws got killed on the offensive glass again. And I don't give it, I don't give a rip that some of them were tip outs or, or slip balls or, you know, again, it, it it's about Gerald fundamentally rebounding is about effort. Can't, you can't give up up second chance opportunities to anybody in the NBA. But we win's a win. Yeah, AD had five turnovers. Funny, he had five turnovers six. last six. Six? Yeah, he had six. Six turnovers listed for him. Five block shots and six turnovers. Okay. Because last that's, game that's was... not any better. I'm sorry. Yeah. Didn't be the no, no, worst no, no, picture no, no, there no. for you. Last game was five. So yeah. Oh yeah. well. Last game he had five and we lost. Tonight it's six and we win. Is AD to blame? Because that was obviously the first finger point. Now. Obviously, his play didn't help the situation the previous game. And 8 and 19 still doesn't give you those warm and fuzzies, Magic Man. But again, on the defensive end, he did play very well. And again, the first uh, half he he been did. all this. The first half he rim, did. He the had rim all, protection. Yeah. yeah all, all, the rim protection was, was pretty good in the first half. In the third and fourth quarter, Jared, eh, he, only, he had five blocks in the first half. So he didn't. Ha- he didn't uh he didn't record a block in the second half um I'm, i can't forget how many personal fouls he had at halftime i think it was two and he picked up mm-hmm. picked up three in the second half but regardless look he's uh, and i've noticed and i'm sure you guys have like about four i would say anywhere i i'd have to look it up but and on the cleaning little ass but anywhere from i think 30 to 50% of his turnovers Gerald are off double teams or when when he takes the ball and puts it like towards his hip like I'm not sure why he's doing that even on even when he's turning around on his pivot foot he's just for some reason the ball is not above his head it used to be above his head it th- this used to be fundamentally sound with AD 
to pivot, turn around, and he'd be able to shoot over you. And Gerald is a struggle for him. He missed uh, he missed an easy free throw mid range shot tonight. Finally made one, but he missed one. It's it's slow, man. It's the slow. It's like churning butter offense with Darvin Ham. It's like we're we're in the Amish country, and uh, everybody's driving Ferraris, and we're still without electricity. That's what it kind of feels like in a Darvin Ham offense. Um, regardless, the victory was great. Happy about that. Move on. I still think though that there was a little bit more movement. I even mentioned it in the in the chat at playback.tv slash Lakers fast break, Joe. I thought there was a little more movement. By no means was it like the Kings motion offense or anything that we've seen before out of really good motion offenses. But I think even though that we still rely a lot, Joe, on the ISO, the guys though moved a little bit more and then the ball moved around the perimeter a little bit more, was hopping a little bit more, which created open looks for guys a little bit more than what we're used to seeing. Much like some of the players on our team, the offense can have their moments, but then they they quickly extinguish that by playing defense. Austin Reeves' defense was so atrocious tonight that they had to finally take him off. And I think we I need, we need to come to grips to the fact that D'Angelo Russell and, and Austin Reeves will not be improving in those areas. I think we might have said it, but I think it's it's really – we have to put a stamp on it right now. There's a major problem. Sharp was killing him. There's a, and I don't even know who the L Sharp is. Okay. A guy we don't even know. I mean, we know him, but nobody's are killing these guys left and right. And, and, and Austin Reeves was touted. Will he make the Lakers, you know, will he be a third all star type stuff? I mean, it's as asinine in terms of this the utter nonsense that you hear out there. But Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell are getting cooked. I mean, it's worse than a cookout of just, epic proportions and it, it it trickles down to the entire team and where where you got away with it in this particular situation is because you were playing a very 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 bad team that's shorthanded and the lakers it the lakers are very difficult to watch this was a this was an irritating game to watch even though we were winning and it's like watching like eastern european russia play basketball in the mid 70s and and more it's, than it's that archaic it's more, that archaic it's i even gotten i even got to the point where i couldn't blame darvin ham anymore darvin ham i don't know necessarily if you can tell guys to to to, to do something anymore if, he, if if he's telling them and they're not listening what do you, what can you do at this point uh it's just their inability to get a simple damn rebound they were they were out rebounded on the offensive rebounds 19 to 11 against a bunch of short guys the only one that was tall really is deandre these guys were flying to the ball their balance their overall balance on the court is i mean just that you can blame darvin ham to a degree but at the same time i would like to think these professionals uh, and these two great players would be able to help figure this out but they don't. Again, it comes down to effort. Rebounding is effort. Defense is effort. There's a few things out there where it could be physical, and we unfortunately have two guys that can't physically guard anyone. 
they're not capable physically. But we have some other guys that are capable, but they don't. With that, Gerald, I don't know the, the Lakers are going to have to find reinforcements for defense at the perimeter. If they don't, the Lakers are going to – they won't get out of the second round should if they make it to the second round. This is a huge hole in the team. So they're going to need to start – Rob Polinka, as of today, is going to need to start really focusing on what they're going to do here between now and February. You need, you need to do one of two things right now if you're the Lakers, Gerald. Right now. Like, right now. You either need to find a playmaker that has some kind of defensive prowess or – or you need a physical front court, either perimeter defender or big that can shoot. Because one of those two problems will alleviate your big issue, which is that anybody can penetrate your defense. Anybody. Anybody. That's an issue. Slow teams, slow teams are doing it. Fast teams are doing it. The Nuggets broke us down. The Kings broke us down. The Magic broke us down. The Kings broke us down again. There's multi, There are a multitude of issues with the team. But if you solved one of those two issues, like right now, like trying to solve them right now, it would go a long way because you still need another move or two after that. That I, we were, me and Alan were discussing this during the, um, during the uh, playback. The Lakers need a lot of things. We need a legit playmaker. We need a big that could shoot and or, uh, box the hell out. Or three, you need perimeter snarl. You need two, at least two out of those three things before you head into the playoffs. Or what my esteemed uh, colleague said was correct. You're one and done. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Bring me all of the Star Trek all of the time, and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible, it's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cool. That's it. Yep. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it is the Lakers. They do win 107 to 95. I do want to address Gabe Vincent, uh, something we didn't mention, Joe, uh, that he is being reevaluated uh, in another two weeks. He's still having issues. Uh, I think we mentioned also as well he, he uh, last night that he was undergoing the full PRP blood platelet treatment, the whole nine yards as far as his knee is concerned. So that's not a good sign for the Lakers going forward. Jared Vanderbilt, there's been no definitive update as of yet. Jalen Hood Shafino supposed to be ramping up. He's actually still listed on the active roster tonight. Uh, so that's a closer sign to him getting ready. But this Lakers team, it's still, like you said before, it doesn't feel complete. And we saw that effort tonight. Ham is going with an eight-man rotation, essentially. Hayes is in and out of the, the rotation, seemingly. He didn't play much tonight. 
One factor, though, we saw the good with Christian Wood in only 19 minutes tonight, 10 points and 10 rebounds. But Rui Hashimura, past couple games, uh, kind of struggling, uh, you know, just not getting the ball, the opportunities. It's not the fact that he's shooting poorly. It's just the fact he's still only getting five attempts a game in the past two games. I don't understand with him shooting as well as he has on the season, especially coming back from the concussion that he did 25 minutes tonight, Joe, 26, actually only five shots. Am I missing something? Actually, he played 28 minutes. Okay. Cause the uh, ESPN box score says, 26. yeah, I, I, uh, and, and as far as his struggle is he's got no, when he does get uh, put into the game, it doesn't seem to be at any point of any kind of rhythm. He has to almost come in cold. Uh, there's no consistency in the day-to-day insertion of the game. I don't. I don't know what's going on with with. I don't. Rui doesn't seem to be the type of guy that would create a doghouse situation for him. I. I don't know. So that that'd be a good question to ask Darvin Ham. Like, what's going on with one shot with, five with every your, five minutes? He's out what, there. On what's the going floor. on with your rotation with Rui? Because it's 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 clear that it's he's not being put in. In any kind of rhythm, <laughs> rhythm to go ahead. Same, same, same thing with Christian Wood. He played 20 minutes. He had 10 boards, Gerald. He was five of nine from the field. He only played 20 minutes, and Ham barely played him in the second half. Something's going on. Something's rotten in the state of Denmark, Gerald. It's just not a good. I'm not. I'm not, try, I'm not trying to throw out William Shakespeare. As far as as far as, Gabe, as far as Gabe Vincent is concerned, it's it's starting to look like we got another lemon out of Miami. I was thinking that myself yesterday. I think it's time that the Lakers start paying attention to the fact that whenever Pat Riley doesn't let somebody else come or let – if he doesn't bring anybody back, that's a sign right there that says there's something wrong. Damaged goods? Yeah, it's he he was damaged goods. And unfortunately, he's not the type of player that would warrant anyone – needing a player like that uh, that's an that's 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 a, that's a problem as far as vando vando uh i don't know what the hell's going on with him uh but what what can you do you know this is the nba where simple things seem to be more complicated uh, i don't know if they'll make a difference or not uh, we don't know enough to see it but the lakers the Lakers have some some major issues here that they gotta figure out, and I don't know if they will be able to. There's gonna need to be some magician stuff from Rapalinka. He's gonna have to pull some rabbits out of hats to bring in some at least one perimeter defender on on somewhere from somewhere, <laughs> Alex Caruso, or and and if they can get a big that can rebound, that that would that would obviously help. But I just don't know who and how. Uh, you can get. Kill two birds with one stone, obviously, in, out of Chicago, if you can figure something out there. But that's going to come down to why would Chicago and how would Chicago make that work for the Lakers and how the Lakers going to make it work for them. It's it's a, it's a it's going to be tough, guys. It's going to be tough. I don't think this offensive rebounding problem is going to go away unless there's reinforcements. Once again, it is the Lakers. They do win 107-95. to in pool play, the Lakers are now 3-0. They're the only undefeated team in pool play because the Utah Jazz just lost to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, so I want to go ahead and make sure everybody out there understands and knows what's going on right here. 
so far in the league. And then we have the Clippers also as well. The Clippers, I think, they were tied with Houston with about four minutes left. Uh, so we'll continue to go ahead and cover that for you. And as soon as we get updated standings brought up here, we're going to go ahead and take care of that and show you right here on the channel here in just a few minutes. But Magic Man, uh, it looks more and more like the late... Looks more and more like the Lakers will be getting a maybe possibly a trip to Las Vegas in mind because it's looking more and more like the Lakers are going to be the leaders in their pool play. Your thoughts so far, because, uh, you know, the jokes are around that the Lakers seem to play when it's an NBA Cup game, but decidedly take too many days off when it's not. Your thoughts on why the focus has been more so as far as playing solid enough games during the course of the NBA cup games. Is it just about the competition they've been playing? I think the last two games is evidence the competition Gerald Memphis and, and Portland are in your group. They're both uh, substandard uh, teams. You've take, um, you know, you in those three games, 12, 12, the point differential wasn't great. Wasn't great with Portland. He, I think it was 12 and six. So average is nine points, Gerald beating a lottery team by nine points. You know, you're seven and six for a reason. Um, yeah. I think it's a level of competition. I mean, we'll, we'll see. A, but I mean, they've beaten the Suns twice, but I mean, is that really a gauge right now, Gerald? Suns haven't been healthy all year. Uh, up and down play from anybody outside of KD, really. I mean, Book, Book, Booker's kind of been – he'll play well for, for a stretch, and then for some reason uh, – I'm not sure if it's just health with him or if it's something else, Joe, but Devin Booker is in himself this year. I will say, though, that, again, the Lakers are now 3-0 and in their pool play, uh, so they looks like they're in West Group A. Joe, so I don't know. I'm not too, too thrilled still into this, even though the Lakers are the defensive team right now in West Group A, looking more and more like they're going to get at least a shot in the quarter quarterfinals. So, do you think that'll this if they go far in this cup? Do you think it'll actually give the kind of motivation that this team, or just like the swift kick in the butt that they need in order to no. go ahead and maybe help them out this season? No, no. Uh, there's there's a lack of ability at this point and a lot of it is mental but there is some physical issues also also uh, and with that comes terrible confidence and that's where we're at with especially one of our main guys which is austin reeves austin reeves uh could bust out of this but uh when uh, is where is going to be the question i hope he does i i i wouldn't be surprised if he does but this offensive rebounding issue is going on in every single game. And I have to harp on this. It's in every single game. It doesn't matter the quality of the team or, or what players they're playing against. It is, it is not. So that means it's their problem. They're the problem. Now it's not, Oh man, we got Jokic and Porter jr. And, and all these trees that are getting to the ball. No, the, I can't tell you how many times these little freaking Matt guards keep getting these offensive rebounds and half the time it ends up being a three pointer on a second shot or even a third shot. You, you cannot, you absolutely cannot win probably a playoff series with that kind of uh, focus. And if they don't solve that problem, 
doesn't matter actually who they get uh, if they were to get anybody. Uh, I I can't I can't I can't I can't stress it enough. It's it's actually something that needs to be talked about more and more. As far as the in season tournament situation, uh, I'm still. I don't know. It's it's a, a little too gimmicky for me. I I get why they're doing it, and I it's not really. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting it to be this, which kind of gives it a little bit of an okay for me. But I'm about I'm about like what is this going to mean in the end? Are, are are is somebody who wins the in season tournament going to put this trophy next to? if they have an NBA championship trophy, like what does that mean in the end? What does it mean to win the, the, the trophy for the in-season tournament? There is no meaning. I don't, I don't see a meaning. So I don't, I don't, I don't, it's, it's like winning uh, those bowl games that didn't, that don't mean the national championship game. The, the Jimmy Kimmel bowl or something like that. Yeah. that It's just, it doesn't make any sense. What's the point? What is the trophy for? Money, I understand. If everybody's getting a half a mil to win that tournament, especially for minimum type guys, those guys, I can see LeBron and AD and those guys because they're kind of they're very caring guys. I can see them putting their hearts out there for their for their crew to win some extra money. But what is, what is, what is it? So wh- whoever wins it, they're going to be standing next to that trophy and go, yay, yeah, uh, yeah, won the trophy. It's not like it's not like winning the the all-star game MVP. That's an individual award. It's yeah. called it's called the NBA Cup. You're supposed to drink out of a cup. There used to be a cup. In Can general. you drink? No, no. Stop interrupting me. That's not a cup. I was talking, by the way. First. That's not a me. cup. That's not a cup. It's just, no, you interrupted me, just so you know. <laughs> I don't care. What do you mean you don't care? You're saying I interrupted you. You interrupted me. I'm trying to make it clear. Well, anyways, Crystal. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, you're I, said, I, Gerald. Oh, you're said, yes. Well, Joe said trophy. That's the apropos word. Stop calling it a cup. You drink out of a cup. You drink out of a cup, Gerald. You don't drink out of a trophy. You drink out of a cup. That is not a cup. I will say again: the Lakers are three and zero. Only undefeated team in West Group A. Utah falls to two and one after their loss to the Phoenix Suns. Portland Trailblazers are now one and two. Phoenix Suns are now one and one. And Memphis Grizzlies are the Memphis Grizzlies. So they're 0 and 3. So there you have it right now. That's your update right now. We'll let you know and keep you updated on any other further goings on in the NBA Cup. But guys, again, to me, more importantly, is the 107-95 victory. The Lakers go to 7-6. and six. There's still a game behind Sacramento in the Pacific Division, which is more important to me right now, Magic Man. I told you, the Western Conference standings in January, February, March, they become more important. Right now, it's about establishing yourself with what's going on in the Pacific Division. You have injuries on Golden State to Steph Curry. You have injuries right now to the Phoenix Suns who can't keep their big three on the floor at the same time for more than five minutes in a season so far. And you also have Sacramento that it has been, you know, just seeing that you'd had that all that time off for De'Aaron Fox where you really should have gained some ground. You didn't do so. 
they're again surprising teams with the level of play. I still think there's a lot of flaws in that team, and I still think we should handle them 10 times out of 10, even though for some reason we cannot seem to get by them this season. Your thoughts, though, my friend, because the time is now to go ahead and gain some ground. Another two wins, Lakers would be nine and six. They could be right back at the top of the Pacific Division. But again, it's beating these teams that are really, on paper, not even close to beating the Lakers. Yeah, Gerald, you know, there's a phrase, you know, styles make fights, man. Styles make fights. If the Lakers beat the Kings, Gerald, it's because the Lakers have to beat the Kings at their own game. That's one of the reasons why you and me wanted them to establish dominant in the paint. Because you want to win your way, especially at home. But the Lakers, whenever they've played Sacramento the past, I believe it's four games at the Crypt, you have to score at least 125 points or more to beat the Sacramento Kings. You shouldn't have to play the Sacramento Kings game in your barn. You should play your game in your barn. It's your barn. You control the environment. You control the style of play. It's just not happening. It's frustrating. You know, you end up playing. We'll we'll see them. We'll see them this week. We're gonna end up playing the Dallas Mavericks. Can't play the Dallas Mavericks style if we're gonna meet the Dallas Mavericks. They'd kill us. It'd be like Houston all over again. You have to play your game, your basic game, what you do well, and. It's frustrating, Gerald. It really is because there are times when they they'll play the Milwaukee Bucks on the road last year and like play amazing, win a game, and yet those next three road games it's a slog again. So it, some of this is yes playing down to your opponent, but they didn't play down to them tonight, Gerald. At times they did. There were possessions where they completely took their foot off the pedal and just uh, coasted. But for the overall, they got their heads out of their hind parts uh, in those court. They only lost one quarter tonight. Okay. Well, they almost so, let it go. They were, they, the lead went down to one to one many times. Yeah. It went, went down to one uh, about, you know, three or four times Gerald. Eventually they did pull away, but yeah, you can't, you can't keep playing. We can't get so Gerald, we have no identity. We don't. We are the most consistently inconsistent team in the NBA offensively. Offensively, no question about it. Middling, up and down, lukewarm, bobbing up and down in the water. You have no identity. I mean, I Anthony Davis uh, sort of gives us an identity in a half-court offense, but outside of him, our half-court offense sucks Sucks uh, donkey nuts, Gerald. <laughs> That's not good at all. It's not good at all because last year it's it sucked donkey nuts too. And in the playoffs, we were we were one of the worst half court offenses the further we went. And we ended up playing Denver, who was what, Gerald? The best half court offense in the NBA. And they destroyed us. So the Lakers need to find an identity here along the way. Not, 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 and Joe's right. The identity of this team is they've got no nuts when, when the ball goes up in the air. 
because they don't want the ball as much as the, the other the other team does. And I don't care about tip outs. I don't care that Prince gets it ripped out of his hands or poked away. You need to secure a problem now, right now. This is a serious problem. This one is. We're not overreacting about the, the lack of focus, prowess, and balls on the defensive rebounding end. You're giving up too many offensive rebounds, and you're giving up, up too many offensive rebounds to guards. That's that's the big issue. It's the guards that are getting a lot of these offensive rebounds, Gerald. I agree. I agree. Joe, then, and so if that's the case, uh, I know you're, you're probably going to tell me that you don't see any kind of hope for the way this team is currently being coached to try and put and instill more confidence into this team. A lot of it has to do with effort, but just seeing an uneven mix. Even tonight, you saw saw them just basically not put it together for most of the game, and still was able were able to go ahead and squeak out a nice victory. So, tell me, Joe. I mean, <clears throat> these next two games should be something similar, where they're overmatched teams against us. But after that comes a real nice stretch where we're playing against quality teams. And as Magic Man said, should we be facing a Dallas or another team? We don't have that. The way that they're playing is just does not instill confidence in us to go ahead and say, you know what, we're going to go on a nice long run. The Rockets play very good team ball. If they play like this on Sunday, they're going to get lose again. And then Utah has maybe slightly less talent, oh, less talent, let's say, uh, than than Houston. But you know, Will Hardy has a pretty good offensive philosophy there, and. We don't know what, what could happen there, too, if they decide to take those guys easy. So I'm not going into the Sunday game or the Tuesday game and going, yes, the Lakers have a chance to go 9-6. and six. Absolutely not. They could have very easily get out of there 7-8 and eight after two games. And then this this place is going to start getting really, really tight. I'm, I'm just not impressed. I'm not impressed with the Lakers right now, and I don't have any – I don't really have any faith in the fact that they, they can – guard anyone and that's a major problem they cannot guard anyone and if ad isn't playing like ad it's even worse lebron is a one-man show at this point with a few guys like cam reddish who are coming in and doing certain things but that's not enough that's not enough to 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 warrant a hopeful 50 to 55 win season if they're gonna go 45 46 games they're going to be they're going to end up somewhere in the 7th or 8th seed and if they if they if they don't go I don't believe if they go into the playoffs I have no faith in the fact that if they go into the playoffs uh, having to play on the road for four series to win a championship I don't think it's going to happen Shangun just tied up the game at the free throw line 29 seconds left uh that gets the clippers just to let everyone know yep 100 oh, 100 Honestly, Gerald, I thought maybe Maxi and uh, Benedict Matherin were at the top of the the list for most improved player, but man, Alperen Shingun is just climbing up that list, Gerald. That he is, my friend. That he is. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. They do win. The Lakers do one hundred seven to ninety five. Uh, we will have a Lakerholic spotlight tomorrow. Not sure the time yet because those two haven't gotten together. Laker Tom and Jamie Sweet to come and 
give me a time on when they're going to go ahead and be available tomorrow, but we'll go ahead and bring it to you or we'll bring something to you on Saturday. That's for sure. But magic man, when you see, I, I mean, all night long, you did such a great job as for the coverage. You Laker, Nick, Joe were there describing all the action, but it just seems like if it's not LeBron having one of those Herculean efforts, it just seems like the team just does not put enough together on either end of the floor to get you the victory tonight. It just seems like they were riding off the back of LeBron who seemed extra motivated tonight for some unknown reason. I don't know if it's the NBA cup game or what, but if they're not allowing LeBron to not, you know, just to, if he, if LeBron is sub superstar for any stretch of the imagined time, it's really hard for this team to go ahead and manufacture points without him being at a top level. Yes, Gerald. And again, uh, as Joe pointed out uh, during playback, I thought we were over this because they were able to extend leads in the playoffs with LeBron sitting on the bench. And no, we're not over. It's back to being an ailment, a bad ailment. So Lakers are up 27-15 to the Blazers early on, Gerald, because LeBron's on a heater. LeBron heads to the bench. The Blazers go on an 8-1 run, Gerald. The only offense the Lakers could manufacture was a Cam Reddish drive where he got fouled. Made one of two free throws. But in that span that LeBron sat, Gerald, the Lakers' lead went from 27-15 to 28-23. And that's how fast it can happen with LeBron on the bench. And this is, as we've said, a substandard Portland team, shorthanded. And they're still able to stay within uh, a rock fight of the of uh, the Lakers. Uh, Gerald, I, I, I will say this, though, okay? And I, I think it's time we all, we all do it, okay? I don't have my bib on, but imagine I have an imaginary bib. So I have a plate of crow in front of me, Gerald, and I have some mustard. And uh, it's time to eat crow about uh, Cam Reddish because... After 12 games, it uh, the results are in, ladies and gentlemen. And you, Cam Red me, has... Rodell, yes. We all got to eat. Uh, Alan, yeah. come on, Alan. Alan I want to yeah, see your everybody... bib on too. Yep. 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 I'm going to I'm gonna start eating on, on, you know, Darren said, have I not seen enough yet from from Cam Reddish? And I We've said I had enough. yet. 12, 12 games is enough to know that he's got the stuff. He's resurrected I mean, his career in Los Angeles. Yeah, and tonight wasn't a big scoring game from him by any stretch of the imagination. But he but tried he to fun. match LeBron's energy, Gerald. I noticed yes. that. He really tried He really tried to compliment LeBron offensively and defensively, quietly. But good for Cam. I mean, he's turning around. That's awesome on you, Cam. Uh, Clippers do win, though. Just to let everyone know, they didn't clip, unfortunately, today. Uh, the Harden era is off to a sprinkling one and six start with a 104 100 victory over the Houston Rockets. But for the Lakers, it is a big victory tonight for the NEBA Cup as the Lakers in their pool play, Joe. They are now all alone in first place. Uh, obviously, that's a good sign for Lakers fans, but more importantly, seven and six. Uh, again, this has been an up and down ride so far this season. And 
tonight's game was almost a microcosm of that because it seemed like when LeBron wasn't in there, this team is just finding it really hard to get points in the basket. It's become Groundhog's Day on Lakers fast break every game. But yeah, we're too grumpy. Whether it's whether it's wins or losses, that they play the same way every game. Memphis might have been the only one that wasn't like the others, but it's hard to be excited about beating massively inferior teams. And most of the time when they're beating inferior teams, they're still struggling in the basics. It's just not uh, – we'd be kidding ourselves if if we didn't keep – Joe, like, like I, I just want to give an example, Gerald, okay? Joe runs an, a very successful business. Joe wouldn't be where he is unless he was one of the best, if not the best, at the basics of the job. That's how it starts. It starts with the basics. That's your foundation. I'm I'm sorry if I'm 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 leading you down a wrong path, Joe. I just thought I'd uh, I'd well, let what, everybody what, know that's what it starts with your fundamentals, well, and then once your fundamentals are sound, you can build off of that. The fundamentals are important because it, it lessens the stress. The stress of when you have the basics down, you can adapt better to adversity. So in business, if you're up to date on all your, let's say, admin stuff, no one can come in and shut you down. No one can come in and tell you, hey, you don't have this, you don't have that. A lot of times in any industry, you you, you try to kind of scave through things just because you don't want to do them. You know, I don't want to go to City Hall and pick up stuff. I don't want to go... And, and, and correlating that with 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 basketball, I, no one wants to box out. It, it takes up a lot of energy. But the problem with that is that's your job. It's my job to make sure I'm in compliance in my business, no matter how much I can't stand doing it. And your job is to do the fundamentals and box the F out so you can get the rebound and then go do the things you want to do. Like today, I went to San Diego and did things I wanted to do. Why? Because I didn't have to worry about the administrative stuff. It's not that difficult. It's a different, and you know, it's a different situation. This takes athletic, freakish athletic ability to do what they do uh, versus what I do. Anybody can do what I do if you put your mind to it. I can't put my mind to playing NBA basketball, no matter how hard I try. So it's even worse because these guys are getting paid $50, $60 million on top of it. I'm expecting you to put the effort in to do the basics. Uh, but we haven't held them. See, the thing is with, with this anomaly of, of business, which is sports, is it's not it's not about making money all the way through. It's There is a purpose of winning championships and games. Not everybody cares about it as much as, let's say, the, the other. But it is a it's a different business where winning is really actually priority one money is priority one, but it's not supposed to be the first thing you talk about when they're playing the game. So uh, 
we're going to have to keep repeating the same thing over and over again if they keep doing the same thing over and over again. Otherwise, we're not commentating correctly. We're not analyzing correctly. We don't know what the solutions are because the solutions are actually easy. It's do the basics, but they won't. There are a few things I, I said that they can't do anything about, which is I just don't think D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves are physically able to do what they need to do. So that I'll give them that, and that's not their fault. It's just what it is. Because uh, I've seen D'Angelo Russell try really hard. I've, I've watched him. He is trying. Austin Reeves is trying to a degree, but I think his confidence and his frustration is starting to to, to take its toll. I, he, he could come out of it. I just don't know yet. We have to see if that happens. And then Cam Reddish is the typical player where he knows he's at the end of the line and maybe he's going to try to create something here for himself so that he can he can have a future in the league. Same thing with Christian Wood. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of funny. There's a lot to be said about that, what Joe was saying. One thing I will say about this is Austin Reeves is playing way too fast, Gerald. He's playing way too fast. He didn't play this fast last year. He wasn't playing this fast. More under control. Yes. Yes. And even though the dribble was still shaky and we know the foot speed wasn't there at all, Gerald was right. It It was controlled. It was a controlled pace. There are some guys who have just found a way, for whatever reason, to play at their own pace. Kyle Anderson, slow-mo, Gerald, Andre Miller, Jeff Teague, Rajon Rondo. I could go down the list about guys who you couldn't speed up or slow down because they played at their own pace. And that's what Austin Reeves needs now more than ever, Gerald. He he needs to sit down with Phil Handy and the coaching staff and understand when he's under attack, when the point of the – point of attack defender is in front of him he just needs a counter that's all he needs but Gerald he is trying to dribble his way out of problems and he's dribbling into more yeah I agree I agree uh but today uh, you know again I, I want to finish this on a good note because the Lakers did win 107 to 95 uh, we'll be back this weekend for more great coverage including the Laker Hollocks and then of course on Sunday uh, it's going to be game time for the Lakers as they host. They come back down to the crypt to host the Houston Rockets, who just lost in the final seconds against the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, Joe, again, I know that they're not inspiring you or really individuals that are really taking a hard look at the Lakers right now. Uh, I know that for the optimists out there, and you know, God bless you if you really think that things are going to just it turn around and, and work out for themselves. Keep up that positive attitude. Cause it's, you know, it could be very well worth it. You could be very well. Right. But I think some things need to be tweaked around the edges, Joe, but I'm not sure if that'll happen the same time around. I'm not sure you can guarantee Rob's just like you said, pull rabbits out of the hat this time around. Go ahead. Joe. Twilight years. If you want to yeah. appreciate greatness, appreciate the fact that, if you've been around old enough to to see all LeBron play the last 21 years, appreciate the greatness, appreciate what he's doing. Uh, I know that we were doing that a lot with Kobe Bryant, fully knowing that the teams that he was on before his Achilles tear, we knew that those were going to be teams that might not be able to finish out. Uh, 
but we still appreciated those games in Tor- against Toronto. We still appreciated those games against Atlanta and the amazing dunk in Brooklyn. Those are those, a little bit of a little bit of that is something you want to you want to take home with you because there are games sometimes, even though they're regular season games, that put a stamp in your memory of how great some of these guys are, and that should be appreciated. At this point, I'm getting to the point where I'm just going to watch LeBron defy defy the physical ailments that most, if not everyone that's ever played, have had to deal with. He isn't dealing with it. He he is playing like a starting all star right now, and it's not a, a swan song. Uh, it's not a freebie. It's not a lifetime achievement award. He's earning that spot in the All Star game. And you know what? He, he he's upticked his three point percentage just a little bit, Gerald. It's hovering around close to thirty seven, thirty eight this year. That's instead what we of, all we ask. Yeah, instead of thirty four, he's been a little elevation. bit more efficient. When you have that, when you're not tired and have elevation, that that's when that shots tends to go your way. And LeBron ran out of gas at the end of last year because of it. And that's that's been the the, the bigger issue too. Is I am irritated that we might squeeze him out again by the end of the year, and it's a shame that we can't preserve this so that we can have him perform this way where it matters that's the, the frustration and it's it, it, a lot of it does fall on anthony davis anthony davis does not show up every game and it's killing lebron not now but will later the other guys you know there's 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 no one that's indispensable on this team other than likely ad and lebron uh well, we've been talking about it before, before you came on in the pregame, Joe. AD, you know, come February 6th. No, never. No way. Okay. They don't have the balls to do that. Okay. And there's no one out there that could replace him anyway, so I don't know anybody. That was that the big deal. We could not come to a conclusion yeah, of anybody no being a commensurate trade. No, they don't. you don't give a guy $186 million and then trade him five months later. Well, Blake's was wasn't Blake how Blake Griffin? Wasn't that the one that they signed a big yeah, contract in? The, 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 that's uh, that's a completely different ownership. A guy that doesn't really know what the hell he's doing. Tom Gores. Yep. There you go. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. But during the playback before we had an out, did, did Magic Man ever bring up, because I put it in the chat, I know Devotion was asking about this. Your thoughts, Joe, on uh, who is a worse commissioner? The NBA Cup Miser himself, Adam Silver, or Roger Goodell? I did mention it. Uh, okay, I worst, wanted to make sure I was on yeah, the, the worst freeway, commissioner. So the, the, the worst out of the two is by far and away Roger Goodell. However, 
it means nothing in the end. Roger Goodell has made the owners so much money. Exactly. It, it doesn't matter. And when in this world that we live in, money matters first above anything. He's the biggest piece of <laughs> hypocrite that's ever held a commissioner's throne. Adam Silver was brilliant the first seven years as a commissioner. The 2020 season derailed him, and he hasn't really been able to recover. I think he's sort of getting back, but I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I haven't very. I haven't. I haven't been proud of him like I was before this last few years. I think he's 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 suffered a lot of. He's made a lot of bad decisions made a lot of bad decisions and it was revolved around a lot of uh, cowering down on the pressure of things. When I, I had seen him in the past, not do that. I, I wish, I, I don't think he needs to be like a Dana White. I think Dana White is the extreme. I prefer that if I had to choose, but I know that the NBA is a little different than the UFC, but Adam Silver needs to get his cojones back a little bit more and, and, Put his foot down on things, harness some of that David Stern sternness, if you will, so that that the league and the players understand that your Europe, your you have you have privilege playing here. But they, he, I don't know why. I don't know why we keep rewarding these clowns like James Harden and suspending Draymond Green five games for going after the weakest guy in the team like he always does because he's a bitch. And I don't I don't know why there isn't any, you know, Kobe used to get suspended for alleged aggressive stuff by that other piece of Stu Stu Jackson. So yeah, I'm sorry, I uh you you kind of hit a, a nice little I know I would. I know subject. I would but yeah, I, I, devotion asked Devotion asked a couple days Jesse ago, and says, one of those things I've been Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell, and the owners, as well as the the cowards that apparently were brain too brainless to realize that hitting people in the head wasn't going to hurt them, destroyed football. I'm not upset. I am not upset that you can't hit a guy down the middle. I understand the players right now are fast and extremely powerful. What I don't like is the common sense that they took away. How are you supposed to stop a player running full speed if the if the if the ball handler puts his head down in the last second? Well, he, he should slow down. Okay, so you want a player to slow down in a game where a quarter of an inch can mean a win or a loss. He's destroyed defense, this this new way of football. He's destroyed the running back position. He's destroyed the middle linebacker position. And to some degree, he's destroyed the free safety and strong safety position. Everything's about corners, receivers, and quarterbacks with a little bit of the offensive line being being, uh, an important aspect of, of football. Oh, and he's also destroyed the kickoff. The excitement of the kickoff. It's 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 a. I I have absolutely no respect for Roger Goodell and the the owners. I hope they all choke on their money and die with that money in their throats because they destroyed football. And football is absolutely my first love. 
I miss it. I miss it greatly, especially when you, when I think back and look at games like uh, the AFC Championship game in 2009 with the Steelers and Ravens, uh, some of the really epic games that the Colts and the Patriots played in the cold uh, playoff games and stuff like that. It's, we don't have those games anymore. It's, it's, uh, and, and the, the hypocrisy of it uh, is, is you care about player safety, yet you have been, you are going to squeeze these guys another game soon. You're going to add another game. And then you added another playoff game. You're adding three more games to a season where people are barely making it out halfway through the season. You're a piece of lying a-hole. I hope you suffer when you're sick. That's how disgusted I am with Roger Goodell. I do not like that man. He is a scumbag. He's the kind of guy that would sell anyone out for money. I hate people like that. And just because he sits in an ivory tower with a suit and giggles and shakes hands and kisses babies doesn't mean to me. I, I know who that mother effer is in the end. And he's one of those guys that causes all these problems that we have. He's the, he's the engine. All these problems that we have, it comes from guys like that guy. So with that being said, that is your daily rant from Joe. And when I, and I'm, I appreciate first off, Joe, that you answering that question. Again, it's something that Devotion asked a couple of days ago in the chat with all the stuff we were getting to as far as the inaccuracies Jordan said the other day and, uh, you know, Rodell's stuff that he was saying. And of course, the overall fandom whatnot, I couldn't get to it. So I appreciate you getting to it uh, on today's show. I truly appreciate it. Magic Man, though, before we head on out, I know that Austin Reeves, a lot of people are disappointed in his play. This is something we pointed out, though, on the defensive end. I did not think his offense would fall off like a cliff at times, like it has so far this season. I knew his defense was trouble, and I had pointed that out. But all I got was like, it's going to be okay, Gerald. Just You're overreacting. It's going to be okay. His defense is going to be fine. Well, it's not been fine. That's why he's out on the bench. That's why he gets pulled when he's not effective on the offensive end because you see he gets toasted on the defensive end. It is not the same allure that we have for Austin Reeves. I could just see it in the chat that we once did. Not just, uh, yeah, not, not so long ago. Yeah. I think, uh, the, the roses off the bloom there, Gerald. Um, as far as Austin Reeves goes, um, Look, we, we've been here for over four years, and me and Gerald and Joe saw the Austin Reeves defensive uh, woes coming when he was asserted in the starting lineup. And by the way, Gerald, it there was a there was a there was a confluence of certain things that happened all at once, and Darvin Ham was able to turn it around. See, 25 and 31, Russ is still on the team. Austin's coming off the bench. You're playing a little bit better, but you're still not making headway. You make the trade. You insert Reeves into the starting lineup. Gerald, at that point in time, a lot of teams hadn't seen tape on Austin Reeves being a starter, so they didn't really know how to make heads or tails of it at times he was able to be advantageous in matchups because uh, either ham was able to uh, hide Reeves in certain schemes 
or Reeves played above his head. Well, now there's been enough tape, and all three of us always know that the advanced scouting, the advanced coaching, the attention to detail involved in film drill, they're going to break it down. You have a weakness or a flaw, they're going to expose and exploit it until you say uncle or you tap out. And, yeah, man, Austin Reeves has had to adjust. And, you know, like we said, effort passable. Metal task passable. He's got this. He's got snot mentally. He just doesn't look, have it physically. Look who's back. You were worried about him the other day. Kurt Affair with the sharp tongue right when we were looking for him. Great to have you back, Kurt. Uh, we, had, we were actually worried about you. In fact, Sean was really going to start putting you on a milk carton here. He was thinking about it. Just to I was make thinking sure, about we, it. Yeah. I was thinking about it, Kurt. I'm yeah. glad you're back, brother. Glad I, you're back. We're we, like this. Yes. Glad to have you back. Uh, but yeah, some very deep concerns on Austin Reeves' game, Magic Man, right now, especially on the defensive end, Joe. And like you said, the the efforts there with D'Lo, but you're just not getting the execution on defense. So it's really hard to put those two guys out there at the same time going forward. I, I'm going to every game feeling like we're, we have to cover for our, our major deficiencies that we're never ever going to solve. You can help solve it a little by playing with a little bit more energy and getting the basics down. But the longer this thing goes, the more we're going to realize that there needs to be an adjustment. There needs to be something that filled needs to fill in the hole. There's a major hole that has to be filled before they go into the playoffs. And that's perimeter defense court balance is a huge one. If Darvin Ham is telling these guys how to set up and they're not listening, I don't know what I don't know how that's going to get fixed either. And I I don't know. Uh, AD is the last bit of that of this conversation for me in terms of AD. Uh, I don't know what you're saving for, but we can't afford it. Lakers can't afford it. You you need to play every game hard, and if you're not, then you're wasting everyone's time. You're making your money and going home and. This, the, what are you doing this for? If, if it's if it's too hard for you to play in LA, maybe you should go talk to Rob and say, "Hey, look, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling like I might want to go back home, and then make a call to Chicago, and that trade becomes a little different. And this is not going to mean that the Lakers are going to get anything close to a return that's even. What you're doing with him is you're sending them back home, and you're getting some some talent back that you can at least compete. And then maybe after LeBron is gone, after next year, you can maybe have some kind of chance of bringing an, uh, another alpha male that could that could lead this team, which the bigger these contracts get, the less likely that's going to happen. I think the league is getting very, very close to stopping the big player leaving their current team. These super maxes with these all-stars and all-NBA guys, they're not going to leave, guys. It's going to take... Uh, an astronomical uh, trade to make it work. Damian Lillard, I don't really count in that because he's way late in his career. I'm talking about prime players, somebody like a Giannis, somebody like uh, Jason. Oh Tate. yeah, I, well, I mean, you know, they, they Joe, they tried desperately to put a 
put a stop to that when uh, T-Mac decided to leave Toronto after his initial three-year entry rookie deal. So they've they've tried to put a kibosh on that since then. Um, but that Jordan, second, you really start that, to irritate me with your BS. A second, I don't college. know if you're trolling or what, but you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Careful, he's going to go run to his Laker friends. And he's Laker not going to run anywhere. I know where he lives. Uh, okay. Well, no, he did on Twitter. I, that's I, not I, why they did it. Stop talking out your ass. That's not why they did it. They did it to keep players at home. He's going to misquote you again and go run Focus. to his Lakers friends. Watch out. I heard what you said. Focus. They did not do that. They did not do that. Yeah. Huh? Huh is your answer. That's it. That's, that's, that's how it works. That's your, that's your answer in the end. Stop with the nonsense. Where do you pull up? Where do you pull this out of your ass? Seriously. They did it to have two max contracts. What, 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 how does that even make any sense? What's that for? What is that going to, what's that going to do? Why two? Why not four? Why not he three? He's confused. You're confusing him, Joe. You are confused because you're wrong. He says he's agreeing. Agreeing with what? <laughs> Let me go back to read what you said. Let me hear. I, I'm not, I, am I blind or did I read it wrong? Where is it? Where the hell is it? What did I say? Uh, he said, no, they made it so you can have two max contracts. I think was what he was. Who's they? He thinks of the NBA. I think that's what. Why the hell would they do that? No super teams, he's he saying. What what the hell is a super team now? The Could you consider a Phoenix? There's no such thing as a super team. They called the Golden State Warriors a super team. Three of their guys were drafted. And they picked up that by sheer but because of Steph Curry's ankle issues, Steph Curry did not have a large enough contract to be a problem. And they had an opening it, it, that was just a, a rare situation and happened to have Durant as a free agent that, that year. That's all that was. What is a super team? The 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 08 Celtics. I keep hearing that word super team. What does that mean? I just think at, at this point in time, it's it's just so hard. You we're were gonna the, see what's in it. Spurs a super so, team. So, is it, were the Spurs a super team? Hold on. Were the Spurs a super team? They had Kawhi, Manu, Tony Parker, and, and Tim Duncan. Even though Tim Duncan had lowered down, it's still Tim Duncan. Is that a super team? They drafted all three of the the first three, and then they traded for Kawhi, who was drafted by the Pacers, which in, in, in turn, they would they basically drafted him. He was, he's been a Spurs since the beginning at that point. What is it? What is a super team? Stop saying super team. There are no super teams. The only super team, if you want to call it a super team, okay, even the 04 Lakers weren't a super team. You're talking about Gary Payton, who was on his last legs, Malone Ron on his last legs. They're not, those aren't super teams. The, 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 the irritation with the comment is you're saying that they did this for two max players. Why two? What's the point of that? For what? You know what? You attacked us the other know, day. Or am I the only one that knows? Did I stop the records? Did I stop? I think the you tape? did. There was a record scratch. <laughs> it's a word that means nothing, Joe. It's a nothing word. Means nothing. Super team. What is that? 
All season tires versus winter tires. If you don't want the players to leave, then remove free agency. Well, they're not good. They used to do that, right? Before Oscar Robertson got involved, yeah, they're trying to do something that doesn't do it. Yes, you you can't sit there and tell me this is what they want to do or trying to do. Then the second that crybaby bearded idiot starts going, I don't like how they're treating me here. I want to go. And we're sitting here waiting for two months for this chump to just come play for the money he's agreed to play for. But he whines enough, and you give him exactly what he wants for the third time. You know what happens when you give children what they want all the time? They grow up to be undisciplined little Fs. With no Just work like ethic. Guy. Careful, Joe. He's going to go and run to his friends and his buddies at Lakers. No, Jordan's not going to go anywhere. Jordan's not going to go anywhere. Jo- oh, Jordan, he did last time. He did the other day Jordan, on you. Jordan, Jordan is needs to needs to be humbled a little bit, and he'll understand. He, he took something that you said differently than what he was typing and up. He, and he do, and he's got a good that. habit of doing. And most he has a good habit of doing that. And and that's a lesson for for all you out there. Stop. Inter- learn to interpret things correctly is, is always something I try to explain to people around me. I am not going to be passionate and arguing with people unless I know what I'm talking about. If I'm not arguing, that means I don't know jack squat about what's going on. Hey, this AC this AC box needs to be replaced. Really? Okay, well, wh- wh- why? What happened? Well, it's not going to pull out enough Freon to blah, 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 blah. Okay. I guess I got to replace it. It's not obviously working. It's hot in here. I'm not going to sit there and argue it. But, don't, you know, and, and if so, if you're going to bring something that I know and say it's something else, guess what? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to not comment. Super teams. It's like a, it's like a buzzword. Super teams, super teams, super teams. I even heard it with these clowns and with, with, when James Harden went to L.A., what super team? Russell Westbrook, one-legged Kawhi Leonard, and uh, Paul George, and and and, and 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 uh, escort service Paul George. Like, what do you that's, mean? That's a what is that? What what kind of what kind of super team is that? You know what a super team was? I'll tell you what a true true super team was: the two thousand one Lakers, the nineteen ninety six Bulls. The 1987 Lakers, the 1986 Celtics, the 1983 Sixers. Those were super teams. The Harlem Globetrotters, Metalark Lemon, Wilt Chamberlain. Jordan, you got to sit and spin on this one, brother. Well, Al, Alan, I can't. I, I, that's a great. That's a great line. I, again, I, I'm trying not to be uh, obtuse, <laughs> too obtuse. But really, the the BS meter is everything in my life because that's what's around me all day and all around all you. Mm-hmm. I just happen to have a louder alarm around it. My alarm is the voice and my attitude. And I and, and I, can't, I can't tell you enough how great it is to have it. I, I don't know if it, it came. It has to have come from 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 the 
it's got to be hereditary. There's no reason why. It's I, your it's your spirit animal. Yeah, Joe, I don't. And, and I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, it has. Okay, it has well, no, hold on. Let me let me say this. And, Jordan, and it, Jordan's okay. Jordan, then my apologies. It, it, me, I, I want to get this. I want to get this right. Okay, Jordan. Here's all I said, Gerald, was go listen to your podcast because I disagreed with what you guys said. First off, yes, listen to our podcast. Absolutely. Here's what you said. Please watch at Lakers Fast Break told me, which was Joe, I'm living in fantasy land for saying the Kings were better. It wasn't me that said it, it was Joe. Joe Sorrow 5 on Twitter for saying the Kings were better than the Lakers. Let me know who's the logical one. Joe was not talking about what you were typing up at that time. We were still having a conversation on the Lakers at that time, Jordan, just the Lakers as far as where they stood. We didn't even bring the Kings and whether or not they were a better team or not. Right now they're playing better. They have a better record. That's what was said. You are interpreting everything wrong and incorrect and then you threw it on a Twitter, and then you added everybody as far as Lakers community, Lakers, Lakers news, and all that stuff. You know, we appreciate the free pub, but come on, get your facts straight. Get your yeah. Facts it, it, going back to the, your definition of super team, I'll give you Jordan. I'll, when I'll, what next time you open your refrigerator, I want you to do this a favor, okay? Get probably get some eggs. Everyone's got eggs. Eggs are expensive, but I want you to take an egg and smash it right on your forehead because you got egg on your face. Don't come in here again with that. Are you saying we should listen? No, you said we should. Li- you want people to listen to the show because you said we got something wrong that you said about the Kings and the Lakers. Just tell me if you want people to listen to the show, just say. Retweet at a random time. Hey, I like the show. I hope people listen to it. Not, we got it wrong on your thoughts that the Kings were better teams than the Lakers. We oh, no, 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 Gerald. No, no, no. He's more humble. He's more humble than we are. He's more humble than we are. All right. Well, anyways, thank the, you for the, the pop. The, the, uh, the, the super team fallacy really really officially kind of started with the, with LeBron going to Miami and playing with Dwayne Wade and, and Bosch. That's it, it really retro, when it took, it that's retroactive. when it took on a whole new It was uh, retroactive, thing. Joe, because after that, that's when the 08 Celtics were called the super team. I don't remember the 08 team being called the super team. They were not. Right. They were not. Uh, I would say, if anything, the 04 Lakers were considered a super team. But I, four, I, I four, four Hall of Famers. In the same reason, in the same reason, those who discredit accomplishments, like let's say the 2020 Lakers, are the same hypocrites that if their team had accomplished that, they would be sitting there going, What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's a, it's a title. And don't and I can I'll take that one for sure all the way. Don't tell me the other 29. Fan base. Oh, uh, you know, I would love have said no. Pull this thing down. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I love. I. I used to love <laughs> Lou Williams as a player, but dude, you were such a loser. You were such uh, a loser, and it was no wonder you had that attitude your whole career in the NBA. That you never won dick, except for individual accomplishments, Lou. And by the way, Magic City's. Lemon pepper wings suck. 
right here. <laughs> they couldn't wait two more weeks to to be normal. I guess they're that good. I guess those chicken wings are that good. Nope. That, All right. That's the part. That's the part that sets. That's the part that sets that team apart from who was who was more who was mentally stronger. That that plays a part in that championship run. Who was mentally stronger? It was ninety days of being and, and, jo- and Joe. These losers still bring it up. Both teams were ready to go because they bro- they have a guilty conscience. That's oh, why they're trying to make excuses why. for it. Yes, I know. I get it. No, believe me, I know. It's it's. And no one will say this to him because somebody will go talk to somebody over there and they'll, hey, don't let this guy back in here. That's what the, that's what that's what'll happen. That's that's how it works these days. Any anytime you say something uh true, again, if if the reporter is being obnoxious or trying to be tabloid like, I get that part. We're not being tabloid like. I'm asking you a question. Why was getting your escorts more important than winning a championship. And then you discredit that championship. You were up three, one and blew it. Why didn't you win one more game? I guarantee you, you'd be putting that thing next to Taylor Swift's. You, if you had won that championship, you'd be right next to the, the Taylor Swift banner that that's up there. <laughs> right. She has more banners than you. You'd be like sitting there like, yeah, you'd be showing off your ring. Right. Uncle Fester running around with cousin It and Lurch and doing all that crap, right? Come on, guys. Come on. Don't 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 talk. So don't who's talk it? Like you know. Who's who's it? Is it Shelly Sterling? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could call it to some degree, you can call the 09 team a super team. I mean, that team won 65 games. They lost two games on buzzer beaters. They should have been. So you don't consider the Golden State teams a super team? You could say the 2017 team was. 2018 team almost lost. If Chris Paul doesn't get hurt, they get bounced. That 73 and 9 team should have won it all, but they spent so much time worrying about it. But you had a moron kick people in the nuts way too many times, got suspended for game five. That destroyed their momentum. As soon as LeBron went with kill mode, they couldn't get him bounced back. If you listen to the Hoop Collective today, uh, Windhorse disagrees with you. He says that the actual it's not it's not that uh, Draymond cost them that title. He says it's more of the fact that it was Bogut getting injured. Very cost true. Them. I agree. I agree to some degree there because he was a problem. Every time they went into the lane, Bogut was just knocking them out. I and I see that. his point because they he's, were playing Festus Azili in that last quarter. Hunter, of that. He's he's right. He's right in that. He's got a lot of the the he's he's it's very valid that 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 might have been the problem. But if you you are up three one, and if that idiot doesn't do what he does, it's not it's not a distraction. You're going into game five. All right, guys, we got to close this out. Now, it's very similar to the Steve Bartman thing. Moises Alou, had he just relaxed, the Cubs probably win that series. Instead, he went, oh, my God. Right? If he hadn't done that and just said, ah, damn, they would have went back on the field and it would have been fine. And, and Steve Bartman probably would have still been able to watch the game. 
Oh, he would have been able to leave his house. I'm just saying, it, it's an emotional game. It's a, ma- a game of momentum with your emotions. Draymond Green cost them in the end, I believe, although Bogut is a big factor in that too. I really, I agree. Because as soon as Bogut got out, LeBron and, and crew were just getting to the basket at will. But it was the, but it was a, it, it all encompassing situation where you lose Bogut and then you lose Draymond Green. Now you lose two out of the four five starters for game five, and then Cleveland does its thing. And then now Cleveland is saying, well, looks like uh we're gonna be playing game six now. We win game six at home as we should. I got we got at that time the best player on the planet by 10 miles. Sorry, Steph, he was. You win that game, now you're going to game seven, and you, Golden State's going to be tight, and they were because they were missing shots left and right towards that end. Even Steph Curry was. Everybody's butthole went like this. Didn't even see anything. Just saying, all that mattered. Mm-hmm. Be smart. Be nice. But as far as a super team, be and- nice. You have an argument. You have an argument that the 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 Warriors had a super team in 2017, uh, not so much in 2018. I think 2018 was good. Obviously, they won a championship, but I believe that they were very close uh, to to losing that had they had a few things gone uh, Houston's way in terms of injuries. And I think we'd be talking about how the the Warriors should have should have done more in their in their dynasty. They they it it took two game sevens for them to get to two finals. Like you know, a lot of a lot of people want to look back at this with revisionist history, Gerald, especially with those in Northern California, and just think they bombs barnstormed their way to this uh, cycle. They didn't. They had to work really hard for it, and at times they made it look easy. But it took a game seven against Oklahoma City, Gerald a game seven against Houston and a game seven with, with Cleveland to kind of help solidify what happened. They could have easily dropped all three of those games drilled. And then, and then they wouldn't have two of those titles. I'll tell you what, such a fascinating conversation. I was worried we wouldn't even get to an hour magic man. Cause we were feeling it today. After yeah, the game. we were man. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to me to go ahead and start it off with the debate on Goodell versus Silver, and then Jordan Brown kicked it into overtime. Well, you you, you made a good point, uh, Sean, that they were the seventy three and nineteen should have lost. They only had one season where they were dominant, which was seventeen. That's it, Joe. And 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 the West has had teams in the last twenty five years that have been dominant. Yeah, let's let can we just stop with that, Gerald, as well? Like, don't even try and compare the East Conference with us. It's 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 a joke. Yeah. It, it's a even, joke. The Hall like Joe was saying, the championships, the Hall of Famers, most if you look at most of the all NBA selections, other than Giannis and Jason Tatum and a sprinkling of Trey Young here and there, there's no Eastern Conference. Uh, guys on those teams gerald mm-hmm. i i agree with you i agree with you guys on that it's clearly been a, a favoring of the west coast 
We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. But getting back to the Lakers before we head on out, my friends, and the Lakers do win 107.95. I mean, I know they don't give you the most inspired performance today, but still, Joe, seven and six. If they right the ship in the next couple games, you get to nine and six. I know we're not feeling a whole lot better about the Lakers, but do you think it's just little victories at this time that they can push the team forward? No. Sorry, Search. No, there's fundamental issues with this team. Until they get those fixed, I'm not going to be positive about anything other than LeBron's father time busting performances. Do you think uh, Vando coming in will help? No. Defensively, yes. Not in the sense of overall, no. You can't teach. Vando's not a leader. If he was one of those guys that was like a Trevor Ariza that led by example. Yes, but he's not. Uh, the second he misses a layup, his whole demeanor changes. I watched it happen a lot last year. He kind of does this thing where he's like, "Yes, that's a great face, Joe Bade, that Vando makes." It's yeah, it's like that. Yeah, it's like, oh man, I don't know if I'm gonna get it. But Darren's saying that Austin had the second best uh, best plus minutes tonight. He must be back. And thank you for the super chat. But I mean. Darren, I, I'll go back. This might have been thing. Austin's worst game tonight. He was one of four. He was of a plus 10, but he was one of four out there. Yeah, so. it was probably I his mean, worst game out of all the games this year. What, which... Was it two or three turnovers? Uh, I see right now. I'm going to check right now. It is three turnovers. Again, though, a plus 10 overall. So they were better on the court with him on than with off. And thank you again for the super chat. You, you know what, Gerald? Uh, I, uh, actually, that that's not hard to believe with this team. He didn't. He doesn't have to really run around and chase shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, DeAndre Ayton couldn't set a screen if his grandmother needed a help across the street, Gerald. So, uh, uh, so you're he, being. I think Darren might have been being facetious less uh, a little bit. So you're right. Uh, yeah, because that's now we're gonna make sure we're in line with what you were thinking there. So. Uh, truly appreciate the super chat and and yes absolutely if that's a little bit more clear than what you're saying because he did struggle tonight but then again they didn't really need him there just being able to facilitate the offense some days are good enough just up to the lakers to go ahead and provide yeah, they, enough around him Port- portland's always had that bruiser off the bench it's just you know even with struggling gerald they 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 really missed somebody like time lord in this game well they were smart uh ham one thing you can note that Ham was like Darren saying, you know, when Austin's struggling out there, the reason why he performed so well on the plus minus, which again is very, as Darren's saying, is a misleading stat, guys. It's LeBron's out there. LeBron's playing at an elite level. But how many games like this are you going to get from him playing now at elite level? 
which you may not get later. That's the thing. Are you borrowing from Peter to pay Paul, Joe, later on this season? Probably. I think so. We said that before in the preseason. We thought that would be a killer if they were just trying to use him up early in the season. But they uh, do they have he, a choice? He tried. He tried in, in the first game to keep LeBron's minutes to where we wanted it. It was exactly where I wanted it, 29 minutes. But this team has regressed from being able to perform without LeBron on the court from last at the end of last year, especially in the playoffs. In the playoffs, there are games where they were extending leads. But they're not doing that right now. And if they don't figure this out, it will be much worse, especially if, if Rob doesn't bring in reinforcements. We have to get some kind of defensive rebound, some some kind of defensive big that can rebound, some, some kind of guy there. Uh, and it can't be somebody old either, somebody that actually is somewhat in the maybe late 20s, early 30s. And I don't know who that is. I don't know who that could be. I have there's no really, idea. there's really only one guy who fits the mold right now, and that's Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah, I don't know how the hell they're going to get him without giving up all. If you got him, if you got him, he's that in was... his final year, though, of his contract. Exactly. Yeah, and you're going to have to give up some draft capital for that. I don't think the Lakers are going to do that. The uh, I would be okay with just at least getting one perimeter guy that can ball. Somebody like Caruso. If you can do that somehow, get somebody like that. The, the that problem is, they, you know, the standard NBA contract for uh, uh, you know, an average mid-center Gerald is twenty million. Like twenty, like Jakob Pertl makes twenty million. Jakob Pertl really, is an average is an average we, center. We, that that's basically what the Lakers are looking for to help supplant this this bugaboo. Continuous we, fly in the ointment. That's that's rebound. We cannot measure how bad that Westbrook trade is. We still cannot measure how bad it was. It's still affecting us because there's three players that were all really, really good at what they do best. Kuzma. We wanted Kuzma to be. I wanted Kuzma to be Rashard Lewis. I thought he had the same body type. I thought he had the same stroke to some degree, but he couldn't make the shots. Fine but he was playing really good defense and he's long. Then you had KCP who was streaky, but he was more positive streak than negative streak and he can play defense. And then of course you had Caruso who hit timely threes and could guard and could play team defense and individual defense. It just, it, it, it was the perfect team with the perfect backup in AD and then LeBron. It was just, we, Really, really, really lucked Boy, out. Did they that... really screwed that one up. My God. And and again, I don't think anyone is anyone talk about thinking the grass was greener on the other side, folks. Let this be a lesson in life, too, guys. When you're doing well and you, you hit a little bit of a bump and you're like, oh, I gotta change everything. Hold on a little bit. Sometimes the best thing in life is fighting things through, Joe. Yes, and they didn't. And Unfortunately, now we're fighting through something that can't be fixed. We're fighting through now, but this is not fixable. Not not a court. And I know I know a little bit why they did what they did. The 2021 team, I remember very clearly, there were always three to five minute gaps in the game where they couldn't score a point. Couldn't score a point. However, their defense was always there, right? They were ranked number one that year. 
And the reason why we probably did not win that title is because AD got hurt in the Phoenix series. But, and, and you know, even AD was quoted saying, run it back. And they didn't listen to him because of James Harden going there at Brooklyn. They all thought, oh, shoot, we got to get a third guy now. Otherwise, we're not going to beat Brooklyn. <sighs> Don't worry about what other people are doing in their homes. Worry about your own house. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win 107-95. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm not sure the time because the Lakerholics can't agree on anything, including the time. So we'll find out at some point in time, and you'll know. We'll try to schedule it beforehand. Uh, they better not make it too early. Let me sleep in for once, my God. I'm hoping that will be the case. But once again, it is the Lakers fast break. We'll be on tomorrow, and then, of course, Sunday. Full day pl planned, including a pregame. We did the 800 views on Facebook today for the pregame, you and I, Magic Man. Through all, even though I had the computer troubles, I still was were able to put, turn out 800 on Facebook, my friend. Yeah, it kind, of, it, it kind of felt like Tron Legacy there for a couple couple seconds there, Gerald, when you were gone. It almost looked like you were kind of fading out into another world. My, my computer, again, is 12 years old and it's starting to feel its age. And then I have like too many, I'm like everybody out there, when you have too many tabs open on your computer, yeah, it's just <laughs> <laughs> just get to see it choking. Oh, that, was, that, was, that was pretty good, Gerald. Magic, magic's like Frozen to me, it says, Wait, wait, would you like to wait? Well, I don't have a damn choice, do I, at this point in time? Um, I, I guess, uh, yeah, my good friend Josh Peterson, who hosts the Pop Culture Cosmos with me, he has a the Happy Hoarder, a great place for collectibles, including uh, uh as far as action figures, pops, uh, from all the greatest and latest pop culture, whether it's Marvel, Lord of the Rings, uh, anime, just yeah, a whole ton of great stuff there. Go ahead and check out video games as well. Yeah, he's got a whole ton of great stuff. And then, again, a uh, special discount code I put in the description right there for you for an extra 10% off on your order. So I just wanted to give him a shout-out as well. And then, of course, speaking of places that you need to go ahead and check out, Joe's wearing it now. Alice was, Alice was uh, calling him out. Lakers fast break right there. Look at that hoodie. Show off that hoodie there, my friend. There you go. He's representing right there. Lakers fast break. The merchandise link is in the description below stop on by get yourself two or three hoodies joe is preferencing on the, the hooded t-shirt is what he it's likes also good it's a good exten uh, extender of the lats too although i do have lats i don't know if some of you do but it does help show off the lats a little bit uh, searches yes yeah, show Sean's, us magnum joe search says sean is going to be getting his soon he's got the tracking number again folks uh for those who are ordering they're going to order through the site, they'll take care of you. I don't, I don't run the back end unless it's a specific, like Darren is someone who does deserve to get rewarded for his participation and we're taking care of him. But uh, when you order through the website, they're going to, it's a third party company that's going to take care of your shipping and all that. And that's how that works. My, again, this is like kind of like Carl's Jr. and In-N-Out Burger where they cook it fresh. It's not just sitting in a, in a, in a place pressed already. Uh, when we start getting five and 10 orders a day, then they'll make them like that. Right now, we're only getting maybe, I don't know, maybe one order every you know week or so. Well, let us know if you're interested right there. 
link is below in the description. Go ahead and check it out. But of course, before we leave, just want to mention again, Lakerholics will be back tomorrow, some form or fashion. We'll go ahead and put it on the schedule for you. And then, of course, Sunday, full day coming at you, pregame, <laughs> game on, on playback, and then, of course, the postgame. Best postgame and the best chat room that's out there at Lakers Fast Break. Uh, again, thank you for staying with us late on a Friday night. I know a lot of people out there with their families, so go ahead and thank you you very much for stopping by hopefully if you're checking us out afterwards you'll go ahead and post some nice comments below i guess the comments if you put down there or you like or you subscribe that helps the algorithms of the youtube sphere as well like and follow on facebook you leave those comments it helps facebook notice that we're here so hopefully you can go ahead and help us out any way you can it is truly appreciated but we'll be back tomorrow uh, I'm going to try and hit the Lakerholics hard on exactly what's going on with Austin Reeves, or maybe we should go into LeBron. Pick a time, just... you, pick a time you bums. Just pick a time. <laughs> just pick a time, and let's do this, you bums. Tell me about it. I'm going to do the 3 o'clock. The 3 o'clock, I think, but I, I'm going to say 3 o'clock, unless I hear otherwise. But they'll probably change it again. Those old dudes probably change it. And then Tom, Tom with the, the, the great line. I'm flexible. Leave it up to Jamie. That's the worst possible thing he could have said. <sighs> Lakerholics, indeed. Yeah, Thanks so we'll much be, again we'll for stopping. Be flexible with the man who listens to fish and uh, has an affinity for fishing at the beach at three in the morning. Oh, God. I'm still editing shows sometimes at three. I was last night, three o'clock in the morning. What's the matter, Joe? You're not hungry at 3 a.m.? No, I gotta go out. Yeah, I'm I'm asleep at three a.m. I'll get up at four fifteen. You gotta get there early. I'll get up at four fifteen every now and then for a five a.m. workout. Yeah, but that's about it. I can't do three. Sorry, guys. I don't do that Mark Wahlberg BS workout where he stretches for forty five hours before he works out. <laughs> <laughs> So. <laughs> Once again, it is the oh, curse says, tell me he's going to a red lobster. Maybe for the biscuits. Once again, and, it and is you the, don't have to go there anymore. You can just go to Costco and yes. buy them yourself, and then you'll have them in your house. I those have. are the greatest, those are the greatest. That's the greatest bread, biscuit, whatever that's ever made. By I the think way. that's the greatest food ever invented it in is America. Just unbelievably ridiculously freaking amazing <laughs> i could eat a whole a whole meal of just those, ch- no. cheddar biscuits I forget the lobster dead <laughs> i could eat those dead that's just so good <laughs> they're 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 preaching it oh there, there's nothing worse Gerald, than when someone says in your family they went to red lobster and they didn't bring home any cheddar biscuits oh my god don't even start no like that's a sin ladies and gentlemen costco Right there for you, big. It's four, ser- four different ones, four different servings because you can get, you know, it makes four different sets of biscuits for the big one at Costco. Yes, you can go into any grocery store and buy a serving each time, but yeah, just go and get the four pack. I once saw a lady dump all of them into her purse. 
There was about 12 of them. 12 cheddar biscuits. And she dumped... I, the purse wasn't even that big, Jill. I don't even know how you fit I, I can't blame 12. I, can't I agree with you, Kurt. It's in there. I agree with you. Great to have you back, my friend. Great to have everyone here watching again. It is the Lakers Fast Break. We'll be back tomorrow with the uh, guys. Uh, I think. We'll see. Somebody will be here tomorrow. We'll go ahead and have a good time indeed. It is, of course, the Lakers fast break. We'll be back tomorrow for more great analysis on what's going on with the Lakers. And then, of course, Sunday to top off your weekend with the Lakers in Houston in Los Angeles. Going ahead and wrapping up. Magic Man, is that lady single? I don't know. We didn't have a conversation. (laughs) Disbelief. Oh, I wish. That wasn't Carissa Thompson dumping those cheddar biscuits in there. That was um, uh, Mama June, more like it. Okay. All right. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break, as he does the Laker Tom Lehman. It is Joe Soro and Magic Man Sean Grice. Gerald Glassford, thanks so much for watching and listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Looking forward to a great Lakers weekend. Right here after a great Lakers victory, 107 to 95 for the Trailblazers. We'll see you tomorrow right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.